0: Guys, we're approaching the time of year where the cracks start to form and people can really exploit that. And of course, we're talking about in the wonderful world of soccer. Guys, at this point in the year, it's time for the real ones to step up and guide their team to where it is they need to go. Now, for some, that's qualifying for top four. For some, it's challenging for leagues. For others, it's Champions League. Today, we're going to talk to you about the unsung heroes who could make a difference in the final stretch of the season. We hope you enjoy. Brethren, you weren't supposed to be here today, but we that were graced with the presence of Amina <laughs> out of nothing. It was supposed to be me and Joe. Bro, what? why are you here? What happened? Welcome back, bro. You want me to go? Welcome why back. am I? Oh, thank yeah, you. bro.
1: Yeah, why are you here? Why am I here? Like, um, I love to have you, so- but why are you here, bro? I was... Aren't you I supposed was to be across London, the pond two, right now? Yeah, as you two know, mm. flew out on Monday, yes. And uh, I was actually supposed to come back yesterday. So I, I should have been available for this, but we planned that Joe would do it just in case, that, you know, like I get a delay or anything like that mm-hmm. happens. And would you know it, something like that did happen, except earlier than <laughs> than it needed to be. Mm. So I'm chilling in London, okay? And then my, my girlfriend, Dari, and I, uh are coming back from central London to where our hotel is and it's like an hour long train ride yeah uh, part of it is above ground so my dad was like hey call me when you when you get to a place where you can call me so I know there's a good stretch of above ground right stations so I'm like okay cool I'll give him a call we're sitting down everything's fine it's a it's a Wednesday night um or afternoon I should say <laughs> and then I just give him a call and dad's like by the way Heathrow security." is planning a strike starting Friday. This is the Wednesday. And we were planning to leave this Saturday, so you might have to leave tomorrow. Oh, damn. Ruthless. And I'm like, I should have called him when I was in central London mm-hmm. because yeah. we went to the hotel. I did some work because I was techn- I was working from, from there, so I like I would do some work, then we'd go out and then I'd come back and do some more work. Mm-hmm. And then we go out again. So, I came back to the hotel, did some work real quick, sent a couple of emails, told everybody that I'm not going to work tomorrow because I'm flying back tomorrow, apparently. And we all went straight back to central London. So I was like, man, if I just picked up the phone call or called him when I was down there, we could have just skipped to this whole train. For real. There. Dude, like the, they couldn't have waited two more days to start their their
0: strike so you left because I don't want of a strike. To the strike
1: start to strike on friday they just want to give themselves like, yeah, a, yeah a bro weekend.
0: like who you know how committed you have to be to start your strike out of that's like you're just trying you're just sure they, they know that they want a long weekend. Weekend. That's, that's yeah they, that's exactly they, they were like,
1: like, 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 like okay i don't really want to come into work on friday you know it's <laughs> ramadan a bunch true. of us want to go pray so i don't know man like let's not go into work on friday right. can we just start it on friday <laughs> I, I don't get it man. Yeah. all i was asking for was four days four days is what i wanted i got two of them so i mean we had we still had fun but it was annoying to
0: say did like. you get did you get in any issues with security here because if i'm like yo this dude left oh. the country for a day i'm like no 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 you're a drug dealer. Yeah. don't lie to me <laughs> no, no, i no, know no. you flew to london yeah. for a personal trip and came back a day later Mm-mm-mm-mm. 100% you gotta take
1: your girlfriend with you because then they don't ask questions <laughs> yeah she's a you nurse. Think this is my first time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she makes it look innocent. She's like, no, no, I'm a Listen, nurse. I, I help society. So Ronald Pearson, right. can we have a conversation about Pearson right now? Yeah, sure. That is the
0: worst airport in London. In history.
1: It's the worst, worst airport. airport I've ever been to in my it's life. And I've, Hold I've, on a
0: second. Like, wait, wait, wait. You're referring to our airport? Yeah. yeah. Pearson International. Why it's why is the he... worst airport
2: yeah. of all. Here's the thing. Hands down. Don't say no. I, Don't, no, no, no. no, 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 no. Joe. No, I wanna, up, I want to hear what I want Western boy over here has to say. I know what he's gonna say.
0: Guys, where did I meet Carlo Ancelotti? Where did I meet Carlo Ancelotti? Departures.
1: That was departures, buddy. Yeah.
0: In the airport that we're bashing. I can't bash that. That's like, that's that like was the rangers. I'm Lonzo talking Davies about arrivals. No, 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 I would no, no, still no. be like, you know, nice stadium. I met departures, on the day day. arrivals, shit. No, it's I know you're,
2: it's it's all I know ass, you're with bro. me.
1: I know you're with me. It's Joe. terrible. This airport is the worst managed airport I've ever been to in, in, my, in life. my life. And. Do you want to see to
0: that? Put the word managed in there. I'll concede to that. But the thing, I bumped into Carlo Ancelotti. Oh, there. I know you do. You understand? You know Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah. Speaking of which, can I, can I, like, can we get off this for one second? Because I have to tell you guys something. Mm. You know how Canada played at BMO Field, right? Last Tuesday, I believe. Last Wednesday. Was it last
2: Tuesday? Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: Last Tuesday, yeah. last Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. earlier in the yeah. week. Well, Jonas, you guys know Jonas. Shout out Jonas. Jonas. Jonas sends oh, me a picture. Jonas sends me a picture. The next day, he's like, "Yo, I forgot to tell you. Look what happened yesterday. Sends me a picture of him and his brother. They met Alfonso Davies at Yorkdale Mall. What? <laughs> really? I never been. I have never That's had the most such Toronto a thing ever. My body. I was that like, is the most Toronto <laughs> thing ever. This dude on the note of meeting people, I was like, Are you serious, bro? He's just at Yorkdale. Happens to be there with his brother. Passes by Alfonso Davies. He's like, hey, I know this guy. I know this guy. And, and then he sent me the picture the day later. I'm like." Jonas, this is groundbreaking news. You got to tell me <laughs> immediately, bro. I would have floored it there. That's a 45-minute drive from me. I would have yeah, been there Yeah, Jonas in 10. simmered.
1: Jonas let yeah, that thing exactly yeah. simmer. <laughs> yeah,
0: he did. That's it. Yeah, that's great. He was, he was like,
1: like, oh, by the way, you're super cash. I ran into my boy Fonzie over here. Yeah. At York. You was, think was,
0: he told Alfonso bad. Davies, by the way, my friend Nate, look, check out his jersey. Well, look, he's got your jersey Twice. Twice. <laughs> He's got your Champions League jersey. He's got your Canada. jersey. No, he didn't. He didn't do no promos, bro. Check out the jersey. He didn't do nothing, bro. bro. He can't count. We're gonna beat him up. No, I'm kidding.
2: (laughs) No, but seriously, Pearson
1: is the (laughs) one. Yeah, it is. It's genuine. Like, let me let me just vent here. You arrive into Pearson.
0: Mm-hmm. They Wait, don't for let departures you- or arrivals both.
1: Both, everything. Pearson as a whole. Right. Departures, tell me. departures, my exposure is less than your guess. departures guys, so there's me. worse, but but like arrivals mainly. Plus you run into Carlo in at terminal 1. I'm talking terminal 3 here is genuinely like a prison. It's the prison. <laughs> but you arrive into the airport, you're yep. stuck on a plane because they won't let you off because the the customs room is so full. That they have to keep passengers on the plane, and they don't tell you how long right. it's going to be. Yeah, and then they allow fifty passengers off from each plane, and then the rest of it that don't make the cut. Sorry, everybody in economy. Yeah, you don't make it yeah. off the plane yet because that's another half hour for them to to clear more room in the in the customs right. room. Do you know how stupid the customs system is in Canada? You arrive, you go into line that there is no like Canadian only line because they want to make money off Nexus. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you go into the machines. And you keep finding one that works until you get a receipt, and then you line up, going the opposite direction of where the officers are, because it's like a Canada's Wonderland lineup. And then you go up, show on show an agent your receipt, and then they look at you and they put a red mark on it. If you don't, if they don't get a red mark, you go through and talk to an agent. But if you do, you stand in another line, believe it or not, so that you can show an officer, "Oh, look, I got a red line. I'm good to go." And then after you get past that line. You go and then you try to find your luggage, which is now off the the, the belt because or off the conveyor belt because it's so busy yeah. and it's bro, built for When like, I for came part. back from London, there's oh, even more. And then after you <laughs> get your luggage, after all of that, yeah. you wait in another line <laughs> to go give yeah. another officer your stupid damn receipt so you can leave this prison. <laughs> it's like, I don't you're, want to come back this bad, guys. You're testing my patience here.
0: No, and the thing is, hearing you say it, you've convinced me. You've fully turned me Mm -hmm. here. I'm like... You're right, I'm just used to it, yeah. For me, that's yeah. the normal. Yeah. like, yeah, that's just but isn't it always like now you've made me think, hold on, it's like when I go to Portugal, arrival it's not like into that. Europe is like, bro, dude, I know when I go to Portugal, I'm like, wait a second, I never have it. Any took me 15 minutes, You're in Heathrow. Right.
2: 15 minutes, and I left, yeah, I couldn't believe especially it,
1: especially Heathrow because Canadians have it's the amazing, the thing that you can amazing scan. bro, you literally scan them, like, Canadians, too. Americans, yeah, um, yeah. Koreans, EU citizens, those kinds of people, like they all of those, um, passports have a chip. So basically, all you need to do is just scan it, and then they know everything about you from when right. you've been born. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Breastfed, all of that kind of stuff. And then, they just, <laughs> yeah. and then they just let you into their country, no questions asked. <laughs> right, and I'm like, we have these machines, I've used them, but we use them to get a receipt, not to it's let us go. It's pathetic,
2: ba- bro. And no one's there to help, bro. There's so many people, when you're at arri- arrivals... We're picking up baggages, bro. I don't have
1: a Canadian's only line, dude.
2: Nobody speaks like people weren't speaking English, and this one lady (laughs) who didn't speak English needed help. So I was like, Man, I feel bad, right? I don't even speak her language. So I went, I found someone, and he looked at me. He's like, Nah, bro, just take her over there. I'm like, (laughs) I looked at him, I'm like, I don't know this lady. I'm like, Bro, I'm like, I don't know this lady. Like, she (laughs) doesn't even speak my language, and I'm trying to help her. And can you help her? And he takes her to this room where we see a bunch of people at the airport, like, just sitting down. And, like, people who work there, they're sitting down on their phones. I couldn't believe it, bro. People who work at Pearson Airport specifically, bro, are the laziest motherfuckers on earth, okay? (laughs) Pick your ass up or I'm not going to pay you They're the most entitled
1: ones as well. They're like, oh. Call, always complaining, we don't like, have enough people the guy doesn't even we say welcome home people. Yeah, bro. just a simple
0: welcome back beat it. just yeah.
1: fucking beat yeah, it bro
0: just, okay, you know it's funny? Ahead. on the note of uh, of people getting checked my you know my dad always no matter the airport always 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 gets pulled aside for a security check because <laughs> and it's because it's because my dad was born in the Azores right which is the portuguese yeah. island cluster on one of the nine islands in one of the like 20 cities on that island OK, so his passport will say Cinco de Beres, the city of Chesaida, the island of the Azores, the island cluster of Portugal. No. And they're reading this like what, none of these are real. No. None <laughs> of this is. Real. So they're like, yeah. this doesn't exist. Who are you? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Including when he and I went to Manchester, there was like three, three guys, not one, not two, <laughs> three security guards who went up to both of us. One of them said, sir, you can carry on this way and then stop my dad to go. Sir, can we speak with you for a moment? that's like, so funny here we go again. yeah that's... and they're like so wh- where are you from and my dad's like well i'm from here but i'm canadian he goes mm-hmm. so you're canadian you
1: should but wear you're a also t-shirt from all these with places. the map of it on honestly TV, like yeah. i'm from here you he
2: should have a, a written down letter and pass it on every time someone asks well, him the something. worst one was if we was when we went to the
0: caribbean because then at that point like i didn't speak spanish No one in my family spoke spanish but going there and they don't speak english very well but they're just seeing this like n- none of this is real you you say you're from Canada, your passport says Canada, but I know none of these are places in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> are you, are you Where is this? Here? Oh, it's just off PEI.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's in the middle of the Atlantic. When North when I went to the, the, the Dominicans, the facial recognition didn't like f- fix me, so it didn't let me through. And then they <laughs> took me. They're like, who the fuck are you? All right. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here uh you know, you know why it's because we have bro. so
0: much archived jersey wall footage of you making it like international threat i <laughs> got uh, everybody and that's yeah. in their and system Right? Their so system. they're like I got...
2: joey dynamite no no no, no, it, it, no, no. it's, You're that, not it's the here. fucking digital footprint bro Fuck me
1: no it's the apple id apple is...
2: it's your face id your face id
1: gave them so many warnings because they looked at your chats and they were like "No, no, no come, not, come, come, not come. this
2: guy get him out yeah 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 <laughs> I'm here now, bitches. That's so <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my little
1: rant about Pearson. Good rant to me now. Amazing.
2: There we go.
0: All right. I love. Speaking of, by the way, funny connection here. You know who used to work at Pearson that I know?
2: Tell me. Oh, Jonas.
0: <laughs>
2: Jonas. <laughs> like- Jonas. I really dislike this guy now. And I liked
0: him at first. No, Man, no, he's it. the best, bro. <laughs> he worked there until he threw it his back moving luggage there, and then he's like, alright, I can't yeah, do it. this anymore. Good for him, honestly. <laughs> Jonas was responsible for Here's the Chris luggage Chris. at Pearson? That's even worse. No, he was. Pre-COVID, pre-COVID, yeah. when things were fine. Uh, he was the man. You he heard that Mina? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was the yeah.
1: guy. I don't know about fine. I, th- I think. I'm liking Jonas less than more, more. Yeah. You told me he was an Orthodox Christian af- African from Ethiopia. I was like, my brother. And then now, yeah. now
0: he's like, I have from the same now. he's club. working for the enemy in the army. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to have to confront him. He's on that side of the barricade. Anyway, guys, welcome to episode 188 of the Jersey Wall podcast today we're talking about unsung heroes and speaking of unsung heroes mina's our unsung hero coming back today in the final <laughs> hey. stretch of these seasons making accommodations you know you could have told a very different story here you could have said i was so committed to episode 188 <laughs> of the jersey wall that i said sorry london sorry vacation yeah, sorry girlfriend i'm coming home for this and even, then we would have played you in with listeners. like the song, i'm coming home <laughs> coming home and joe and i would have just been hyping I you up for it i would have had
2: flares <laughs> and stuff for yeah. you We're gonna talk about heroes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Joe SMH. All right. I got a lot of names here. About 10. About 10 names that we're gonna work through for this list. The unsung heroes who can make a difference in the final stretch of the season. Now, simple as when talking about unsung heroes, you and I were talking about this guys before we went on air. Unsung heroes are not the glory guys, right? They're not the people who are gonna be difference makers in the squad that you'd expect to be difference makers. And I think there's a fine line between that, right? Now, of the teams that I selected when compiling this list, I went teams with a lot to play for who I could find somebody who has an unsung hero. Because let's say Real Madrid, I don't think Real Madrid have an unsung hero. I think Real Madrid are still playing for the Champions League. And if they win the Champions League, it'll be because all of the teams showed up. All the players that you expected to <laughs> turned up in those moments because they've done it before, right? 100%. Your Cruces, your 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 uh, Vinicius, your Benzema. I'm not expecting unsung heroes from Real Madrid. I'm expecting the core of the team to carry it over the line. Right. But I, I can't quite put my finger on, do they have an unsung hero? Like, And if they do, is that really the the approach I'm going to take, that the unsung hero is going to be the one to make a difference for them? I think it's very unlikely. So I left Real Madrid off this list. Now, when I start with this, I actually want to start about half the teams are in the Premier League, naturally, because we talk mostly about Prem. Yeah. But in the very, very, like, coming in at number 10, I guess, the last one, is interesting because news broke, and I think Joe's going to be very happy about this. Lester finally sacked Brendan Rodgers. Fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> how many months too late, Joe?
2: Uh, uh, Maybe like a year too late, actually. But, but... <laughs> it's it's 14, months. 14 <laughs> yeah. months. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's been like three or four international breaks that it seemed like you wouldn't last this one, and then they came back, lost some more games, won one, and it's like, oh, what do you guys They just doing had right? to be sure. They wanted to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they wanted to be really, really in trouble before yeah, you know, I don't- changes here. <laughs> like uh, Mr. Rogers, I still trust him. Yeah, He's can, he can do it. But when I look at this Leicester team, I'm like, okay, the unsung hero for them, who can make a difference in the final stretch of the season, is somebody who's going to keep Leicester up. Yeah. Right now, Leicester have had issues with injury this season. But if you think I'm about to tell you a Leicester defender who's going to be a different bro, Leicester can't defend anything. No. Right no. now, if we go for attackers, who are we expecting? I can't say James Madison. That'd be the expected hero. Right. That's the very much sung praises for. Same thing with a lot of their strikers who fall in and out of form. And I arrived at one name who I think at one point we were very high on. And it's not going to be Yuri Tillman's show. I'm nah, not going to talk about that. I know I who do. it is. But uh, I, it's a player who I think in this position in particular, and Mina can attest to this with the importance of this position this season, if you bring back to light a number six destroyer, he doesn't have to score goals. He just keeps the team up by protecting everybody else. And he's been injured for a lot of this season. Of course, I'm talking about Wilford and Didi. Wilfred Ndidi was kept out of the season for a long time and to be honest Wilfred Ndidi in the past couple of years I don't think it's hit the heights that we thought he was going to yes it didn't like yeah. it wasn't that long ago that we were looking at Wilfred Ndidi like yo this is p- the next 100 million midfielder mm. you know the CDM who's box-to-box he's absolutely everywhere N'Golo Kante 2.0 but taller like what are we going to do with this guy we wanted that N'Golo Kante 2.0 mm. Right. Everyone does. Didn't quite didn't quite pan out for him in the same way. But I mean, that's why potential doesn't always meet levels. Now he's twenty-six. I'd say he's gonna be entering a more comfortable prime of his career. And to be honest, this isn't a transfer episode, but still probably could could do with a pretty big move for someone of his skill set. However, this is kind of the defining marker here. Yes, he will be able to leave Leicester for a significantly cheaper rate if they get relegated, but I think his value increases if he's the guy who keeps Leicester up because, boy, oh, boy, have they had a lot of problems. Now, it's a lot of responsibility with on his shoulders, but it's not a 22-year-old shoulders anymore. Yeah. It's like a 26-year-old shoulders yeah. who's coming back from injury fine, but you're asking, hey, Wilfred, I know what you are at your best. And you're a destroyer. You're a dominator. You don't let teams get anything off. And we need that right now to stay up. Forget anything else. To finish 17th in the Premier League. Mm. This is what we need. It wasn't that long ago Leicester were in the top three. Leicester were in the top five. Leicester were finishing in European places. Weren't they in the Conference League this season? Yeah. That means they were in a Europe so. place last season, bro. Yeah. Right? So Leicester have fallen significantly. And we'll never forget the, the epic, you know, the greatest story of all time as far as I'm concerned but I think the unsung hero who could make a difference for Leicester in the final stretch of this season is Wilfred
2: Ndidi. Thoughts? It's a good show especially um with Ndidi like you said being 26 now he's more seasoned. I understand injuries and stuff but if he wants to take his game to the next level I think this is the time to really to prove yourself because I think if Ndidi is that guy to help uh, Lester avoid relegation now. Then I definitely can see a move this summer. To be honest with you, um, same with right. a lot of players. You can say that about Madison and stuff. But uh, but if we see a a impact directly from Ndidi, you know that that'll be a good. It'll be good for him, of course. But it's a it's a good shot to be fair. He's Maybe definitely their engine.
1: You know, mm-hmm. it's it's the kind of the building block that you want to put your your midfield around and someone like madison needs someone like a canter and indeed you need to protection let him operate tell the way he bro. wants to do it
0: <laughs> so yeah. just tell him it's desperate exactly
1: um and he has been rock solid before the injury for for leicester like he's been the guy that that was first name on the team sheet every single week and um and without him we've seen how much they've struggled so i hope he can come back to fitness but definitely he's going to be one of the main reasons that that they can push forward and it's going to be an an edge if they can get him back fit and get him back playing regularly he's going to be an edge that other teams around them just don't have right Right. like the the level of quality that he brings and security that he brings into their midfield is is palpable like that you can see it when when he's not playing the amount of gaps that that are in leicester's midfield and just going back the other way uh, or even just playing progressive passes trying to attack or trying to find Madison or anything like that, that they just don't have that capability without him. And he's one of the main reasons that why they've struggled and, and nobody's really figured that out until this season, until he really got injured and and they saw how big of a gap it was to try and fill his boots. But it, yeah. it definitely is, is a good shout because we know Leic- this is not Leicester's level. This is not Brendan Rodgers' Leicester levels. Um, but,
0: you know, getting someone like Ndidi back is going to be huge. I think you're right to say, like, the teams around them just don't have a player of this quality. But we also have to remember, bro, the relegation race in the Premier League right now, seven points separates yeah. 12th from 20th. That's mad. To have basically all those teams in a relegation battle, I think is absolutely ridiculous, right? And you're right. In terms of Southampton, probably don't. Ha- I mean, they have Romeo Lavia, who's outstanding. But I mean... The teams around them are lacking players like this. Everton don't have a and Didi. They have midfielders, but they're not very good. And that's why Everton find themselves where they are. Leeds have your Weston McKinney's and your your Adams and your Aaronsons and all these, these guys who are like, profile yeah. wise. They're they're good. But dude, you know, it, it's crazy competitive in the Premier League right now. And the fact I do want to bring it up all the way up to 12th because it's like 30 points versus 23 points at the bottom. It's two games, bro. Mm you can string also have a game and hunt. You're not asking for huge amounts of, uh, of, of, uh, of consistency at this point, you're asking for two wins and you can shoot up like 10 places, you know, you know, eight places basically. So I think in terms of potential of players around them, a lot of teams in this bottom half of the table, obviously West Ham have like a Declan Rice, for example, (laughs) even wolves are are sitting at the highest, you know, second highest place that they can be here in 13th. They have Ruben She's probably, you know, arguably the top three captains in the league, period, right? He's, he's outstanding. A lot of these teams have difference maker players, but Leicester are way better than they're showing right now because we've seen that. And I think a lot of the teams around them, sometimes we've seen maybe glimpses of potential, but we haven't seen like consistency, quality of performance. Mm-hmm. I think we have seen that with Leicester, which is what leads me to believe that Leicester are among the more likely teams to avoid relegation here. But there will come a tipping point where disbelief sets in, right? For all of us. Yeah. For, for, I don't know when it'll affect the players, but for all of us at some point, we'll be like, nah, they, they, they're not doing it. Like I, we can say all we want about, oh, I've seen them do it before. I know they can get there. But at, bottom line is if they can't get there, we can't force that on them. I think you're right though, to say that Wilfred Ndidi is the type of player that you'd put into the caliber, maybe not in terms of quality all around as a Rice or a or a Ruben Neves, for example, but in the conversation of difference-making center midfielders, who can drastically help their team perform? I put them in that, you know, broader conversation because let's be real, bro. If Leicester get relegated, that's a disaster. They're yeah. playing in Europe this season, and they got relegated. You know what I mean? That's preposterous. Same thing. With I mean, they're saying rest- nineteenth right? right
1: now. Well, a game in hand, but yeah. I mean, a win puts them, you know, as high as thirteenth, which is crazy. Mm. Right? Like they, it could change that
0: much. That's so crazy. You're absolutely right, dude. It's like six places they could shoot up with one yeah. win. Especially it's since they have a,
1: a game less than than Wolves, who currently sit 13th. Joe, do you still believe Leicester are getting relegated this season? Yeah. Ah! <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I love it, bro. It's not a crazy show. No, no it's it's cra- see, you know, like on the note of the relegation here, it's honestly it feels too tight to call. It really does. Mm-hmm in 6 weeks we'll probably be in a yeah. one position right when we're looking at like the final like 3 weeks of the season then a few teams will already have been you know declared safe at that point yeah. but i think this could be up to like 15th right the bottom 5 basically i think will be in a relegation battle within one another maybe even all the way up to 14th actually 14th until the, the, the very, very plays in, yeah.
1: of the teams that are that are 12th and below hey look we're in a They're relegation to battle too of the teams they have to yeah, play Chelsea, that, They have to play West Ham. They have to play. That's uh, what I mean, bro. Like a lot Long of these Night, collisions Everton. are are des- are
0: decisive. Yeah. That's the bottom half of the table, dude. Like there are points to they, be won there, but F- but is the name of the game at that yeah. point. Like all these guys are, are pretty much playing the same way. Yeah, man. So anyway, that that's my first shot for my first shout Five, for us on heroes. And the reason I couldn't really bring up West Ham or, or Hobon Evgen to this conversation, you know, for, for Wolves and for, for West Ham respectively is because those are their best players, right? Those yeah. are the heroes of those teams. They're very much song heroes. It's like Ward-Prowse for, for Southampton. Right, exactly. So I can't really have the, like put Indidi in that same show because to be honest, James Madison is that player for them, right? Yeah. Indidi's not, but Indidi can be a massive addition to help that squad. Uh, moving up the list here, Joe, we're coming to you. We're not going too far. If we're moving from bottom of the prem, then yeah, we got to yeah, hit we're...
2: 11th next. Oh, 11th. Nice. Joe, I want
0: to hear who you are. Yeah. And I do mean 11th for Chelsea, not 11th on my list. Yeah. But yeah. I have a player who I believe could be an unsung hero to make a difference for Chelsea in the final stretch here. But I don't know if you agree with me. I don't know if you have a different perspective of who this player would be for Chelsea. In my opinion, the unsung hero who could make this difference for Chelsea is, is Badia Shil. Benoit Badiashil. Good shot, Nathan. Very good shot. I don't think Badiasil plays enough because we, we know how, how often you know Potter tends to rotate the yeah. team, which is just crazy. But I think if you put 10 weeks of Badiasil in your back line ahead of Cucurella, ahead of pretty much anybody who you have there now. Other than Thiago Silva, but yes, probably right, who's been injured, yeah, right? Yeah, That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, in the absence of oh, yeah, you know, Koulibaly's hit or miss most weeks. Fofana can't stay fit for his life. Reese James, the best right wing back on planet earth, is playing. Right side right, of back center because back. Ruben Loftus has to play there. I understand that the angles are different. You don't want to play your lefty on the right side of a back three. I get mm-hmm. it. Make the adjustments where necessary. Drop Cucurella. I don't care. Benoit Badiachil could be the difference maker for this Chelsea team to stop them from conceding, which at least would be half the battle, right? Stop <gasps> oh, conceding bro. and then start scoring. Yeah. If you can do one of those two things, you'll be in a pretty good position because right now, we, the two things we can't do both you, you're missing them yeah yeah exactly we, you
2: can't stop so Nathan, and you can't score Nathan what so you you're gotta saying change one of these. is that we can't play football yeah I know bro yeah like this much. is literally <laughs> where we're at right now at Chelsea Football Club but definitely a good shout uh it, it, i think so because he's unsung right nah, but nah. he's still new and i don't think people realize i mean you probably realize no you know, you know the impact like At I, least I said Chelsea you gave me my flowers so that shout a long time yeah, up, right? been i
0: think though. i think that badia should have got dropped from this team because he's not registered for the champions league and because Chelsea are still in it yeah so yeah. they're like we have to become more comfortable with playing whoever Cucurella, there yeah because we need that exposure of having him in the team because we're going to play with him there in the champions league I don't disagree with the logic there. I, I understand the logic, but yeah. the fact still remains who's a better center back and the better defender to help you win games between Kukurella and Badia Shil? Yeah. It's not close. It's, it's Badia Shil. And it's stupid that he wasn't registered. I get it, but you couldn't because you had to make room for. I mean, mind you, for Mujic. Mujic, look at that turn. From to, Mujic to sit in the bench. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's a mess. Chelsea have a lot of players. It's hard to pick an unsung hero. I think a, the expectations would be on a lot of them. I think the most likely person, though, is bad yeah shit yeah. Do you agree? I'm going with Mudrik.
1: I'm going Mudrik for my own song here. <laughs> Shut the <laughs> <up. laughs> fuck up,
2: bro. Are you really? No, he's getting no, space, Listen,
1: bro. the pace that he possesses, he's gonna get you into dangerous <laughs> positions, and if he can just find the back of the net. yeah so so mina i don't know why you guys are bro i don't
2: know why you guys taught him how to kick dude. the fucking ball
0: but yes has... mina you're he's saying that so case. tongue-in-cheek you're basically saying that sticking your tongue you're like yeah <laughs> you're you're giggling <laughs> while you say he's
2: it awesome we... no I way. Couldn't, i it. couldn't
0: i couldn't hold it you're
2: such a bitch bro
0: you bluffed so hard there bro yeah joe what are your honest feelings <laughs> about it okay so how about this what if i rephrase it, okay okay take a defender out of it yeah if you were to pick an unsung hero of your millions of attacking options who is that who's the person who you think okay this person is going to make a difference for us or can make a difference for us in the final stretch of the season to help us find those goals because it can't be draw felix he's been your best attacking player yeah. right it can't be enzo because yeah. enzo you know again hero yeah. we already it's not unsung we know he's he's awesome yeah Ooh, I mean,
2: Angolo Conte coming back, I guess. It's, it's, I mean, he's the hero that everybody expects. It's Mason Mount, bro. Mason Mount doesn't even get minutes anymore. So yeah, I haven't okay. seen him play. Like, he just want to sign a contract. Bro. What's
0: that? He doesn't want to be there, Joe. I thought you no, had a no, he, he'll, be he'll, he'll, be he'll be here. There, not he'll, play. Stay. he'll stay. He'll but stay. About your voice. He's staying. He's
2: staying. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Mina. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's it's uh, the you, are you Madu-Wake? trying to Madu-Wake? convince yourself for the you defense mechanism we lost
1: today. I have to I have to yeah.
0: give it somewhere Yeah, yeah I know bro. No, it's not Maduwaki. It's Maduwaki, bro. bro. Listen, he's uh... got a pace merchant too. He's a good player. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> He's gonna do great. You know it's so funny? Chelsea bought a whole bunch of players that weren't ready, and then now they're all just floating around the squad. And they're like, damn, none of these guys are ready enough to yeah, are good enough no, to play no, at no, Chelsea. Sh- it's like I know that's why our transfer strategy hasn't been by prospects. Yeah. If I'm being serious, a
1: guy that, that could actually be your your um your unsung hero is Kovacic. Like if he's if he's playing, yeah, If he's playing like Kovacic's...
2: Croatian Kovacic, that's the only difference. Because mm-hmm. he when right. he came back, he hasn't been the same like the Croatian Kovacic. Like he actually yeah. whenever he's on the ball i'm actually scared now because he has Jorginhoitis, itis so he the ball just gets <laughs> drifted they take the ball away which i've never seen happen to kovacic but I, I i agree i agree with you to an extent mina because like he is a game changer um especially next yeah, if, he, right. if
1: he can click back into form yeah. he's he's definitely gonna love i
2: love kovacic but just like right now nobody's on form other than Joao Felix, but he's right. playing for a fucking contract or transfer, sorry. So, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, of course, he's going to be popping. But, like, uh, yeah, no, Benoit Badiachil, Kovacic, those are two really good shouts. I agree mostly with the Benoit Badiachil part. But, like you said, we're still in the Champions League and we kind of have no choice but to play. I know, actually, we do have a choice to play other people, but he decides to play two wing backs as center backs. So that's what I, I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> I know. You're yeah, not hot I, on I Potter anymore. Him. You're not supporting the, project, I'm not, no, the fuck, process. i fuck, fuck no, no. Fuck the process.
0: It's, fuck it's, the process. tactics, man. Huh?
1: He looked at Kyle Walker playing right center back for England. Mm. He was like, <laughs> oh, let, me tr- let me try that. He's like, I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up. He, what what, what he I really want he wants to do to is same. play
2: four in the back. But then he realized, holy right. shit, I suck at four at the back. And yesterday he realized, <laughs> holy shit, I suck at five at the back. And today he's going to realize, holy right. shit, I suck. <laughs> you know? That's what he's going to do.
0: Every day is a new thing. Yeah. You know what the thing is with Chelsea, Joe? Honestly, yeah. the I don't think Chelsea have a defined hero right now. So I think the fact is any player who starts to develop consistency and quality will become the hero. Yeah. It won't be unsung. Yeah. It'll be like... Oh my God, a good player! Yeah, yes. No, it's like, Enzo, <laughs> you know? other, like right
2: away. Other than Enzo and uh, Joao, because those two are really good players, like, right. But but they aren't like they're so yeah, they're, new, they're bro. Really good players. They're so new, right? Yeah. We can't put like the pressure on them. I'm talking about the old part. Yeah. Old guard mm-hmm. means pre-January, basically. Right now, so, like, <laughs> yeah. that's, literally it. That's, that's so funny. Yeah. You're
0: absolutely right, dude. The, the veterans of the Depends. team. I've been here six months, yeah. bro. That's a
2: retail mindset, dude. Yeah, I know. The Kukarela coming <laughs> in like a seasoned vet right now is like, come on, we expect <laughs> so much from you, bro. I forgot it's even like his first season here. So yeah, yeah.
0: literally, that's so funny, bro. All right, let's move up uh, the list here, brethren. You're gonna come into this conversation here. As we move to Newcastle, all right? Yep. Now, Newcastle still have a lot to play for. It didn't seem like that long ago that Newcastle were going to just slide out of that discussion, right? They're moving out of the top fours. So can they still grab a top six spot? Are they still going to end up in Europe next season? Mm-hmm. And they beat United today, bro. Another now they're third. They're yeah. third, bro. Yeah. The final stretch of this season for Newcastle, I think for them, their objective is not to like finish in a European place. I don't think they want Conference League. I don't think they want Europa League. I think Newcastle are saying, yo, let's go win, let not win the champions League, but let's go win a champions league Spot, place yeah. here in the in the top four. So they have a lot on the line. Now, for Newcastle, you guys know I've been really hot on them since since the takeover of and course. with the players that they brought in. Cause I hand selected most of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like Sven Batman, bro, go get him. I was like, yo, no. Bruno Gimadaish, the best player that yeah. like go get him. And those were brilliant sights. So I don't think that those players can the bracket or fit the bill of an unsung hero because they've been godsend since their arrival mm-hmm. and everybody knows it same thing with trippier right now yeah. almiron had his spell during this season at some point and we all recognize and we respect the game of of say Maximin, but in my opinion and i let you get like call a flag here if you disagree right if you don't think that this that this is okay i think the unsung hero to make a difference at the back end of the season for newcastle is actually alexander Izak. Ooh.
2: That's a good shout. I think he
0: sneaks into this because he's very, very good. We've known that for a long time. But I he's know, been I hurt think, for I think most for me- of this season. Wait, let me explain why. Okay, He's okay, been yeah, hurt yeah. for most of this season. Yeah, 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 okay? yeah. Which means that Alexander Isak's impact on Newcastle hasn't kicked in yet. He's not the hero because no one's seen him play.
2: But when he, asked, but he had
0: little bursts, right? Yeah. When he comes in from injury and then he got injured yeah. again. He hasn't developed that sort of consistency. But the unsung hero right now is the dude, Mina, who created the first goal for United, I mean, for for Newcastle today. No, I, I get it. I get right? it. He's Isak a- put it in for Gimaraishu crossed it in, and then that's the goal, yeah. right? Like Alexander Isak has not developed or established himself yet to be one of the heroes at Newcastle. I don't think he's done that. He's 23 years old. He's played like I swear, I, I don't don't tell me what the stats are. Dude's played six games, <laughs> tops. He's been injured for most of this season. AIDS, I agree. Next right. season, he will be a hero because he will be starting every single game when he's fit. I don't disagree with that at all. I'm not saying, you know, that. I'm not trying to shove him into this bracket underneath. I'm saying because he hasn't developed that consistency and because he hasn't played all that much this season that he hasn't put himself ahead as a hero here. It's not like he has 15 goals for the team and leading the line. He's not. He's just coming back into the team for the final stretch of the season. He can become the hero. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But right now, I think he's very much that outside looking in of who the gods are at Newcastle right now, which is Gimadaish, which is Botman, and which is Trippier. Alexander Isak is on the outside looking in. And with it, right. Well, i to, to a degree because okay. he's been there for like long-standing Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore was, right. okay, of, of the last decade for them. Mm-hmm. But Alexander Isak hasn't quite done enough to put himself there in terms of the impact that he's brought. But as we saw again today, what he brings to the team is massive. It's what we've known for a long time that he could be. And I think he can become the hero now in this last basically 10 games of the season. Help them finish in the top four. I'm
1: going to use the inconsistency argument to say that he's not the unsung hero. I think if I'm looking at an unsung hero, is that I want someone that has had an impact and can carry that impact and has gone under the radar for... The majority of the season and is okay. the reason why they're in this place and that for that reason i'm putting two names up on the table i'm putting joel into that and that was Fru- an iq and i'm putting and i'm putting nick Bump yeah yeah it's joel into for those me two without players a doubt are genuinely yeah. for me i didn't want to put keepers
0: in this keepers are I, th- I put keepers in like a different yeah. conversation i i totally respect Look at how Bump bad job. they
1: are with Carius yeah it's yeah, yeah it's so painful he's kept them mean. Yeah, yeah he's one of the best yeah.
0: he's one of the best keepers in the, in the yeah. league for sure <laughs> and, the if and if we're and if we're moving
1: away from keepers i think joel <laughs> is definitely is definitely joel like work rate, being work Guerrero.
0: rate
2: has to be like one of the best in the league right now because yeah. he he just does not stop and like Eddie Howe needs like some the transformation. Flowers. Yeah, the transformation, the revenge arc. Bro, bro I've never, Dude, I've never yeah. seen that good arc. of a
0: transformation. Joe Linton went from yeah. a Sunday league footballer like, yeah. as the joke a and the laughing stock, in the league striker, terrible basically. striker, la la la, to one of the most dominant box to box players yeah. in the league for the season. You know what? I hold my hands up. Yeah, absolutely. By the definition right. of what we're talking about for the season now obviously you know different it's it's up to interpretation i interpreted it as hasn't had the he biggest is impact to carry them is forward. going to be the hero now for the next little while yes, yes. versus who's been the reason you're absolutely right that they've been able to be here to begin with outside of those players who have who have developed that consistency yeah joe linton's a fantastic show for that
2: he's amazing
1: Esok is definitely like they play very well with with as, as opposed to Calum Wilson. like i it, i think that's definitely the long-term upgrade um uh, he's he's really good he's very dynamic he's the reason one of the main reasons they can push up a lot higher and way more efficiently than with Callum mm-hmm. Wilson um not to say that Callum Wilson better. doesn't do that he absolutely no, no. does he's just he's better at it than than Calum so
0: at pretty much everything apparently. no offense to Calum Wilson it's just it is he's whatever, average he's, right? average. he's, he's average. just yeah. Yeah, he's ever. He's like been able to make a career playing in the Premier League, scoring under ten goals this season. Totally respect Callum Wilson, fourth. Yeah. Alexander Isak's potential and quality. I think it's just as much. Fun. Yeah, of, course, yeah, of yeah. course. His ceiling, his abilities, everything. Two footed, can drop back, tall. Can you know? Can run, can move, agile, can dribble. Yeah. but tall. Like he's crazy. He's so good. We pitched him in that. How long ago did we do a Newcastle rebuild? I feel like we yeah, did. I we feel did. Like he was a name that we brought up. Yeah, earlier. we did. I feel like we did two. I feel like we did we one. Did so many. As like a hypothetical, no, and then one is a legit one. We
1: did one that was like. Three years
0: long or something like that. Right, yeah.
2: right. The long-term project.
0: That was a good yeah. one. That was
2: a good. That one. was a good one too. I gotta, yeah, I gotta yeah. listen back to that episode.
0: That was a really good one. We gotta get back. By- well, you know which one I was, I was about to re-listen to was our Premier League induction uh, episode, which we did about a year the ago. Hall of Fame one. Yeah, the Hall of Fame one because they are redoing. Right, they're they're doing this year's class for the yeah. Hall of Fame, mm. and a couple of them, I was just like, no, you guys are wrong. You guys are crazy. Like, don't. I don't is, understand how Germany are inducting default the wrong there. people. <laughs> I don't understand or no Sir so Alex and Arsene yeah. Wenger were not the first two inducted. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like they're getting and inducted. I don't understand this why year. they had to do it together. What? Like, mm-hmm. like separate How them? Were they not Se- one? And like, do, do it a day apart? The first thing? yeah, that one, that I didn't understand. I thought, but remember, we took, we took strong yeah. opposition with that when we heard it the first time. Like, hold on a second. No, 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 no. Here's your top ten for, for the Premier League Hall of Fame. So you know what? We might do that in the coming weeks. Because they've on like Henri and
1: Shira were the first two, which I, I mean, no one, no one should have an argument against. that. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like they're think, pretty good. No, Sir Alex. I think Ferguson they were to gonna do one. like yeah, What's Sir Alex definitely has to be number one. I think they wanted to do Ryan Giggs and Alan Shearer probably, but they yeah. like they took a moral stance on because there's an active case right. against Giggs, so they they were like okay, let's let's not do Free that. My man. And then they were like they, they did, were like they no brought, one with that like- much
0: chest hair can be inducted into yeah. the hall of fame we're not <laughs> we're just get out of here bro. anyway that's off topic but i j- i did i remembered that and i'm like we Yo, should do I'm another episode again. with that yeah we're going we to a- because a we're one-tier. gonna again take up a- because bro listen let me not. you can you can debate me on this I-, I don't know how you feel about this show the fact that michael carrick was inducted into the hall of fame ahead of yaya tori when both were He's not inducted He's not, they're both no, nominated. I saw the he thing He
1: hasn't been inducted Did he get inducted already? I
0: thought, yeah I'm pretty sure I saw it on Instagram I it, No, that I said think it was Michael, just Michael Michael Carrick inducted into the Hall of Fame And I was like What? Ahead of Yaya Toure? Are you out your damn mind? Because Joe, I don't know if you heard But on the last episode that Mina and I did Mina went on a whole thing about how great Yaya was It wasn't even me yeah, I no, didn't even hold him No, to it's it. still nominees It's nominees, right? It's still
2: right, nominees Who's, I, I don't right, know who actually is, is in inducted yet, by the way Officially, I I, I can't. Well, don't worry, bro. Yeah, oh, that'll be the next That'll, 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 that'll be bunch. the next one. Anyway,
0: let's get back to our list here for today. uh I want to move out of the prem for now, but we'll come back to the prem. You know what? I shot myself in the foot with this argument. I didn't realize I had a goalkeeper on the on the list. I do actually have a goalkeeper <laughs> on the list, which I didn't realize until right now. So my bad. I told I was like, no, nah, I didn't. I didn't use keepers. I look at the that's very okay, next okay. name. I was like, oh shit, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Guys, the next player on my list who is unsung hero could make a difference at the final stretch of the season has a case for this season being the best keeper in the world. Oh, Bold shout. I understand. I want you guys to just hear me out for a second. Mike Magnon, Magic Mike Magnon When we look at by the same logic of the curious argument at Newcastle, when yeah. you see how stable and how good AC Milan are mm-hmm. with Magnon in the team versus without. It's basically the equivalent of like having a keeper versus not having a keeper because their backup keepers were <clears throat> the worst, like the worst keepers that there's ever been. But Mike Magnon is fantastic. In the last little while since he came back from injury, he stripped Hugo Lloris of captaincy for France and he's like, Yeah, but I'm number it's one. So. He took that number one off his back, put both hands on their shoulders and ripped it off at full strength. So Lloris beat it. I'm, I'm <laughs> the captain. Look at me. I'm the captain now. And for Ace Milan, it's, it's night and day. And the reason it's not only just in terms of um, how good of a shot stopper he is or how good his distribution is or how he lines up his wall. Like, he'll run out and be like, okay, place the free kick here because his, his wall is a little bit off. He's crazy. But he makes his team so much better. A lot of keepers, it's almost like a lost art. The vocal center backs mm. we, we're used to. But the keepers, keeping your back line and your whole team organized is a big deal. And Manuel does that. Tomori is a completely different defender with Magnonet versus another keeper cuz he's like oh oh this guy's telling me exactly everything that I need to know like he he's almost Tomori's peripheral vision to let him know there's stuff going on over here make sure you deal with it and that goes for Kalulu which is the same thing another young center back and then the midfield as well in terms of how they're organized now For AC Milan in particular, if you're expecting the big names, you know I would have said the Teo Hernandez's, you know I would have said the Rafael Leaos, right? So it's not like I'm going to bring up those names, even Tomori, right? To say those those are the heroes of the team. We expect those. And what are AC Milan still playing for right now, guys? Still in the Champions League. They're about to play, including today, but we haven't, uh, we're recording this before that game happens. They play the best team in Europe, Napoli, three times in the next three weeks, pretty much. Oh, that's rough. Right? Because they have, they have, they play domestically today and then they play twice in the Champions League. It's going to be exciting. For a spot in the semifinals. There's a lot on the line here. And Napoli are a much better team than AC Milan are this season. That's without question. Mm -hmm. But Milan have really struggled with fitness for a lot of their players this season. So they lost a lot of their identity. Magnon was a huge part of that. But now Big Mike's back. Magic Mike is back in the sticks. And the difference that this (laughs) dude makes for this team is night and day. And the fact is, I can't sit here and present an argument as to why East Milan are going to beat Napoli one out of the next three times, let alone any more than that. But Mike Magnol is a difference maker. Mike Magnol is like the type of thing where you're looking at them and you're like, they have no chance of beating without him. I wonder how big of an impact Magnol can have here Mm. in just in shutting them out. Because Napoli can't stop scoring, but I think Mania can stop them or frustrate them a
2: little bit more than than most keepers that they're going to come up against. Honestly, Nathan, that's a that's a good shout. Uh, especially you know Napoli, not I mean sorry, uh, AC Milan are not only playing you know still the Champions League, but they're also at the same time fighting for a Champions League spot too. You know, Syria right. is mm. crazy. Other than Napoli, of course, who I think you know we can comfortably say are probably going to win the league, yeah. but below that, it's a. Uh, it's, a, it's going crazy. You know, Juventus is back up even after all these You're point right. deductions. Roma, crazy. I checked today. They won. I actually was watching the game a little bit. Uh, great work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's really the close, boys, man. We, we got like two <laughs> or three teams like on the same points, I think, sitting at 50 directly, yep. you know. And Milan is at 48. Yep. So today's game, you know, that's going to happen after the episode. So like, it, it's really Sixth big. Sixth and
0: third are separated by two points. That's crazy, you know. Wow. it's in 50 48 48 yeah that's a so, huge deal so
2: it, it's exciting actually everyone should keep their eyes out on syria like especially at this time because it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be a mess so i'm looking forward to today's game i think i might watch it too um we'll, yeah, we'll see how it goes we'll but it yeah, we'll it, yeah we'll watch it Yeah, <laughs> <We'll watch laughs> come on but uh but definitely it's a good shout and uh like you said bro mike van yo he, 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 you got to remember, this is the guy who took. I'm pretty sure was the one who took over Donnarumma's place, right? They favored him yeah. over Donnarumma, yeah. so that's just well, saying because so. he was
0: the best keeper in league when they won the yeah. league,
2: bro. That was their. Yeah. That was he was the
0: guy. Yeah, he's a different maker. What do you think of the show, Mina? I apologize. Uh, I, I should on the post. I've got, show, got no I was like, nah, with I'm it. Not doing a keeper, <laughs> and I'm like, nah, wait, hold on a second. I totally have a keeper here. My bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, sure. I've, I've got no, I've gone. I've gone no qualms with it, especially when you see how he plays for France as well. Like mm-hmm. how how much better they are. With him and other than Larissa, definitely. I know, I know, uh, Mina. Hi- Mina one. loves stories too.
2: So, <laughs> 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 who loves stories? <laughs> Honestly, like who? No, nobody. Nobody. nobody, nobody, bro. Of course
1: not. His wife, kids, and parents.
0: That's that's pretty. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the list. That's exactly that's it. So
1: funny. Yeah, I, like I've got no qualms about Manone being in there. Like if you're gonna raid AC Milan for an unsung hero, it's definitely not gonna be one of the big guys. It's gonna be him. And yeah. he's really important to them. For real.
0: Huge. Massive. What a G. All right. Uh, let's move into... I have, what, my top five here now? All right. Let's get into Ooh. them, boys. We can fly through them a little faster if you want. I don't know. Let's see, let's see what our pacing ends up being for it. Mm. Um, coming in for Benfica. Benfica's unsung here. Benfica have a lot to play for it too. They're probably going to win the Portuguese League, and we know that, right? The Premier is in the yeah. bag. I'll call it for them. It has been for some time. They're, they're awesome. And you guys... I, I'm going to keep gloating about it. You guys know this since for a long time since august i was shouting this team because of the prospects that they have and what they're able to do and royer schmidt has been by the way signed a contract extension i for saw that as the manager because they're like yo this guy's sick yeah and and they're absolutely right <laughs> now when you look at benfica's top tier prospects and the 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 headlines the names that people are gravitating to the transfer rumors mm. who are you looking at you're looking at Gonzalo ramos right you're looking at even Joao Mario, who's had like almost 20 goals from, from midfield this season. Wow. Right. Grimaldo's got 10 goal involvements from left back. I love Grimaldo. Antonio Silva spawned, spawned out of nowhere, yeah. out of nothing, has three goals as a center back and has been about as perfect as you can be. Right. Enzo Fernandez obviously we had all the before before it started, but he was yeah. on already. He couldn't even stay for, for six months of the season. He was there the for the prospects four,
2: coming right out of Benfica are it's, it's too crazy. Are, are crazy right now. Crazy. The yeah. one,
0: the one who Always. I think might be an unsung hero here, who actually we have to attribute a lot to, especially with the departure of Enzo Fernandez, is Florentino Luis.
1: Okay, tell me about. Him, Florentino Luis. I'm not gonna pretend to know. Who yeah, he is. me
2: neither. He's the
0: octopus, the Portuguese octopus, the one who plays next to Enzo Fernandez, the one who now still holds that position down with Enzo gone. Now Enzo was so good in that team because we know what Enzo is: heart, I know. brains, yeah. lungs. So team. He's amazing. But even he cannot be expected to do everything by himself. So, who's going to help him with that workload to enable some of those more deep line playmaker characteristics and on the ball abilities? The octopus. And that's his nickname. That's Ferrante Luis's nickname because he, bro, bro's a runner and a tackler and an energy monster. Almost How do you late. say the
1: octopus in Portuguese? I have no idea. Okay. How do you say it's in Spanish? Obrigado.
2: I couldn't tell if you. I'm kidding, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All of you. them are. Don't, obrigado. Know. don't know those words. <laughs> don't know. not in English. Octopi. Sometimes
0: oh god. my god <laughs> no actually i do know you know what it is actually thank you now that you're right i i only know it in the food sense so i didn't think of it it's povum, pozu, which okay. is just nowhere go. near as cool i don't think that's that in the in cool. the food sense yeah. yummy yeah i like now that i think about it i'm like wait a second i, I love
2: octopus cool. so i'm all for the food vibe he's he's
0: actually he's <laughs> a crazy. midfield destroyer it almost almost like moises kaisado like very just everywhere on the team in Combos games <laughs> And he hasn't got the shout that he deserves this season because he's flown under the radar. Now, part of what I think that can be attributed to is he didn't have a fantastic experiment when leaving Benfica. Mm. Okay, Florentino Luis moved on to, I believe, Monaco in the early parts of his career when he left from Benfica and he just couldn't settle in. And then he went to Gaddafi on Mm. loan and it just, it didn't work for him. So he came back to Benfica but it, so it feels like what, like his career is wasted because he was 19 and couldn't cut it, bro. He's 23 now and he's an integral part of what it's, makes this team so play. young. He's still so young. And yeah. I think the fact that he came back to Benfica and Benfica is like, no, you're you're awesome, dude. Like, don't don't get it twisted. Don't think for a second here just because you went and it didn't work out because you were too young to make the that happened with Renato Sanchez, too, mm-hmm. bro. Dude came back, went to Lille, and was a monster again, right? Like sometimes you just need to to reinstill that belief in yourself and find your game again. And I think he's doing that this season at, at Benfica as a 23 year old. So that when eventually he does move on from this team, and maybe it won't be in the summer, maybe Benfica will only get rated for like five players instead of nine. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> of all these players that are going to leave it, even without looking at departures, just in terms of impact this season, Benfica play a double pivot and 50% of that has been his contributions primarily defensively in locking games up, pressuring opposition when necessary, causing the interceptions, making sure that anybody running through your midfield is going to get tackled, dispossessed, and swarmed when they're on the ball. He's got a lot of positive attributes to his game. And the fact is, Gonzalo Ramos is going to st- keep stealing headlines as the goal scorer. Sean Mario's res- you know, revenge arc is is huge for him. And Rafa Silva is just going to play a Benfica until the wheels fall off. is <laughs> just a-, a dancer, right? There's a lot of other eyeballs that will gravitate to other places in the team, but Florentino Luis, especially in the Champions League run for Benfica here, if Florentino Luis is not on his game in the team, Benfica are going to get run through in midfield, and Benfica haven't been run through in midfield yet, including when they played PSG, including when they played UVA, including when they played, uh, who did they just play here in the, in the run of 16? Club Rouge, obviously not as, not as high opposition, but still deep in the competition. I just think it's clicking, and I think that he deserves credit for someone who maybe is not getting the same amount of eyeballs. Tell you what, man, you've convinced me
1: because I thought they were going to struggle big time after Enzo left, and uh, and they haven't. So it has to be down to something, and you're telling me it's because of Florentino Luiz there, and I'll, I'll believe it.
0: Yeah, it's like it was I a 100% pairing, and then when you take Enzo out, it seems like it's just 50%, but the other player who came in, who is, it to be honest, it's rotating for Benfica, so it's not like there's like a, a definitive name for every single week. Right now, mostly the player who's paired with uh florentino luis is either chiquinho or uh frederick arnos who is from norway so my pronunciation of his name isn't as great but they're they're kind of handling the enzo responsibility or you know in, in terms of trying their best to right so now the midfield is basically at something around like the 80 percent of the pivot that it was maybe 75 percent of the pivot that it was which is okay to take that step down because there's it's still better than everybody <laughs> you yep. know like it just so no. happens that enzo was just premium a1 quality and he moved on asap yeah right i think florentino's the next one though so anyway shout out to him shout out to him all right boys final four ready yes let's go we gotta talk about arsenal we gotta talk about arsenal that because, yeah we have to i know i know that, but listen the thing is with now here's the, the good thing is we're I not gonna raise any say. other <laughs> stars. we're not I wonder. Let's see. Tell me if you're right. Write it on a piece of paper. Hold it up. Because I don't want those. Oh, I knew Wait. that's what you were going to say. Go ahead, Write it down, I actually bro. will. All right. We know that we can't quite, as we've discussed in this this episode so far, place the heroes in this discussion for unsung heroes. So I'm not going to tell you about Martinelli. I'm not going to tell you about Saka. I'm not going to tell you about Odegaard. I'm not going to tell you about uh, about Saliba. I think there are other players in the team. Even Zinchenko, right? Arsenal have a lot of things working for them. So your your pick could be many, many, many people. I've actually gone with Gabriel.
1: I got it wrong. I thought you were going to say Trossard.
0: No, no, no. I don't think oh. he has the same impact. His, he's off the bench. Joe, what do you think of the shout here? I'll explain why for, Ge- for Gabriel. But part of it, actually, most of it is influenced by the fact that Saliba is out now. Yeah, okay. And he might miss the rest yeah. of the season. Saliba's been their star at center. It's got to be Rob Holding. Gabriel's brother. been
2: a... Come
0: on. <laughs> well, this is just Come it. On. This is why the unsung hero will be Gabriel. Because if Gabriel is able to hold this fort down next to Rob Holding and win a Premier League, bro, he deserves all of the credit. Yeah. Because <laughs> he still has about a quarter of the season left. He's still got almost 10 That's games hilarious. to play here. And Gabriel, who hasn't necessarily been the star boy, who's been okay with just coming up with goals here and there, right... Uh, when he when he moved over from Lille a few seasons ago, he still was was pretty rough. He had a lot of things to, to work for his game. But he's been one half of a pretty perfect centre-back partnership. Mm. And he's not in the limelight because the limelight is given to Saka and it's given to Odegaard. And it's given even to some degree to the midfielders, who I think have probably received the, a fair amount of respect mm. for what they've done this season. Jaka, in terms of his recovery season and Thomas Partey as like how impactful he can be on that team. There's a lot of eyeballs on a lot of players at Arsenal because... The whole team's doing really There's well. There's
1: a lot of eyeballs on Thomas Potty's case right now. Yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, the whole club Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's you, in, a, in a little bit of hot water, but yeah. Gabriel, in particular, is I would say the lesser half of a pretty perfect centre-back partnership. Okay. And so I think that even if you're looking at Arsenal's defense, you go, "Oh yeah, Saliba's been brilliant. Oh yeah, Zinchenko's been what you know what an asset he's been for the team. I don't think Gabriel's getting looked at, and I think he's been about as good as you could ask for him to be. And He's gonna to have to hold this thing down next to Rob Holding until Saliba comes back. If he can do that, bro,
2: he deserves all the credit in the world. We'll see when he plays uh, City and Liverpool.
1: I can I can agree to that.
2: That makes sense. Yeah, I
1: agree. that makes sense. I can agree to that. I think Trossad has as a as a role to play though for the rest of the season. I think mm-hmm. in terms of rotation and relying on someone like maybe if you if you're stuck and you can't find a solution, mm-hmm. right? He's got a role to play, but but I, I agree with what you're saying there.
0: Yeah, no bad answer. Arsenal are in really good form, so all their players, pretty much, you could be like, oh yeah, huge, huge asset, right? You could say Ben White. Ben White's been huge since yeah. coming into right back, right? The fact that he tucks into a to a right center back in those positions, I know Joe doesn't like to. No, I know he do not because Ben ben White, ben White, Ben White,
2: like they were comparing him to like. They said he's like the best defender in the Prem right now, and I just don't want to fucking hear those guys. Well,
1: people were saying that the Saliba is the best on, like best under twenty ones oh, nice. center back in in history of the oh, Premier. And
2: Saka is the closest thing to Messi in the Prem. Did you guys know that? Yeah. 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 You sent me that yeah, video, yeah. Joe. I could feel the rage when yeah. you sent me that video. Yeah. Okay. okay. I like dude, my fucking God, bro. My God, I don't want to. I don't want to get into it, but we can move on to the next right, person. No problem. Let's move on to the next one. We'll go to the top three here because I still have two
0: questions, two clubs that I want to ask you guys about. Okay. Mm-hmm. And number three, Mina, you watch this game. Finally, I, I would say for so long, I <laughs> had to watch this, bro. Their classic this weekend happened and we were expecting the barn burner to be honest, finished four, two, but it wasn't really four, two. It should have been like 10, 10, one, right? Like it didn't really matter. Yeah. The, the, the Dortmund goals were consolation get goals at that point, but Bayern dominated like just Took, just cooked them from minute one to minute ninety. Mm. The consolation goes almost—they—they they didn't. I don't think Bayern felt that they counted. They're just like eh, really? I thought. I right? thought like, I'm i sure Tuchel was upset about no, that. But it, yeah, it I just, know, bro. I, they looked so comfortable. Four-two feels like it was a competitive game, and it wasn't. It was just pure Bayern dominance. Even Sorry, to Joe, off, wait, ma-
2: managers don't need nine months to settle in. oh I forgot. <laughs> I didn't know that. Damn, it's—it's okay. it's as if they got a world-class manager or something. Yeah, yeah, imagine that. Who, would have, Who would have thought? Almost,
0: almost as if that. Yeah, I know. There's change of Bruin for Bayern Munich. And this is, I think, it, listen, no disrespect to Nagelsmann, but I think this game would have been way more competitive with him in charge. I think it would have been the dirt Classiker that I was expecting. And Thomas Tuchel went, nope. Oh, nope. oh, you're in a title race? Oh, you're in second? Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, we're just going to win. Sorry. Oh, you are <laughs> the best team to start 2023. You won 10 games in a row? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, I haven't had one game yet. I barely had a training session. Yeah. 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 That's fine. That's put fine. the fear of buying them, dude. He've put the fear of God in these players and they were playing with that reverence. Like I never seen before. Even Dortmund's keeper, who's been top three <laughs> in the league, if not higher, <laughs> was so intimidated by <laughs> a long pass the game. From a center back that this dude whiffed a clearance from a center back from Bayern center back. It wasn't like a pass back from Schlotterbeck or something that he just missed and it went in. This it came 60 yards away. Upa McConnell was trying to thread a through ball through and scored from his own half because Kobo went to go blasted up the pitch and missed. And yeah, because like, he saw oh
1: Sonic coming and he was like, oh my God, I got to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he knew right away. He's like, oh God. And good for, for Leroy. Leroy was like, nah, I'm gonna let this dude score. So technically, yeah, technically, nice. Upa McConnell, this should be a highlight. Because Upamakano, Technically, if we were to write a, a, a stat pad headline for our argument here, Upamakano scored a screamer from 60 yards. <laughs> yeah, it was sick. But we're actually looking at it as a low light because the keeper whiffed, and that, that's why that happened. The player who I think will be an unsung hero can make a difference in the final stretch of the season for Bayern Munich. Call me out if you must. I think, what I think was the best player in the in the park on on Saturday. Thomas Muller is back for Bayern Munich. Thomas Muller hasn't been back this season. I feel like he's had a far reduced role. It's like as like 300 years old. People, yeah, yeah, as though people put it on him, like, okay, it's past you, Thomas. And I think Tuchel just went, no, it's not. You're still one of the best players. In the world. <laughs> Run it up. And he went, okay. And he does. And we know the the like venom that Muller plays with. Yeah, Where he's like, when he scores, it almost looks like he's screaming out of anger, not passion. Mm-hmm. He's like,
2: ah I scar
0: he's so into it and this dude lit Bayern Uh, and I thought that Musiala was the answer for for a lot of things for Bayern and to be fair he has been Musiala is fantastic it's like it's the passing of the torch you know the Bayern wheel never stops Muller's on his way out Musiala's on his way in what a transition and Muller went "Uh uh-huh stop the phone here hold on and Tuchel went that's my G right there. That's a World Cup win. <laughs> Don't sleep on this, man. Bring Thomas Muller back into the team. Thomas Muller's the unsung hero for Bayern Munich. Dude, no one's been screaming his praises this season. You know they weird? thought it was done. They thought it was past him. They said, Thomas Muller, you're finished, bro. You're too old. You can't keep up at this level anymore. You're gone. Go play in the MLS like Bashan did before you. And he was like, maybe maybe they're right. Maybe they're right about me. Maybe it is Stike Luciano's time. Thomas Muller came in in the biggest game of the season under a new coach and said ah i'm here to kill and he lit them on fire and thomas muller bro this thomas muller back i'm as a city fan petrified petrified he's gonna cook right. us he's, he's gonna cook everybody bro byron he's about to win the trouble again they, they went from having an okay season a competitive season city are gonna beat them not nah, be not with this thomas muller this thomas <laughs> muller's back Forget it, bro. No, I don't care.
1: It's so weird to I'm me because Thomas Muller is consistently the most rated, underrated player in the yeah, world. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I, mean by I know, what
2: you mean. Yep. I know like exactly the top, what the top underrated players in the world. He's always he's in him. a limbo. Right. He's in a limbo, you know? Like, he's like, yeah. oh, no, I rate Muller, but not like he's as world much class, but no as, one says he's world yeah. class. For like yeah, ten years, exactly. like fifteen years, even. Yeah, bro, he's he, been world class since day one. So but he's been so good for forever now, though.
0: And people are just like, oh, you know, like he's probably gonna move, or you know, like what's the next level for Thomas Muller? He's won every in the world. He's he scores
2: like twenty goals from Some of the biggest season.
1: numbers in the world, consistently year after year, mm-hmm. and the most longevity of anyone in that in that team right yeah. now, other than Neuer.
0: And the work but rate is incredible. Consistently
1: doing it, and an amazing work rate. I don't understand. How he always finds himself in this position, but he's always the
2: most regular. He's a two times soccer. Champions League winner, man. <laughs> and a World Cup winner. Like, yeah, and a World yeah, Cup yeah. winner.
0: And a 10 time league winner with Bayern. 100 time
2: win. league winner. Eternal winner, bro. Yeah, bro.
0: Absolutely murderous. And I think the fact is that Bayern's new era, especially in the Nagosman area, just felt like it wasn't going to be the Thomas Miller show anymore. It wasn't going to be the, the the Lewandowski show anymore. It was supposed to be Sadio Mane is the new guy coming in. Yeah. Oh, Jamal Musiala is taking the torch. Oh, Upi and in the bro. It's like the best young center back partnership in the world. You know, oh, Kimmich is the best yeah, midfielder Fonzie ever. on the left back. And Fonzie's in, yeah. on the wing. They brought in Cancelo. There's so much star power at Bayern Munich. And who's the unsung hero? Daddy Thomas. Mr. Bayern himself. Mr. Bayern Munich. Mr. Germany. Mm. In the middle of the park. Mr. Germany. Yeah. The mineshaft is here, boy. And he's going to run him up. And honestly, bro, I think that this... He might have been number one. He almost could have been number one on this list. The only reason he's not is because I didn't put these in order of of uh, right. ascension Tukum. or anything i just put all these players yeah. that i just wanted to
2: talk unsung about. heroes actually thomas tuchel but we'll leave it at that i'm kidding yeah very much very sung. Sung, yeah very much who's not who's not singing
0: about thomas tuchel all right yeah. i got two more names then we'll do uh clubs that need this answer too and then, then we'll wrap right? All right yo napoli have their stars right let's talk about the best team in europe Osumian and Kavaradana are in a league of their own. The best duo in Europe, arguably the two best players in Europe, unstoppable. They don't fit the bill. So then you start to look deeper in the team and go, okay, well, Lobotka and Zembo and Gisa have been phenomenal for midfield too. But even them, we recognize how good they are. Yo, Kim Min Jae, the 26-year-old Korean bro. Hey, tell me this dude is not the unsung hero of this team, who, by the way, sometimes the the strikers aren't going to score right? Sometimes the creativity is not going to be there. Sometimes we'll be able to shut teams out. So who do you turn to in those moments? Making sure that the principle of this sport stays true. Don't let the team concede. Min Jae has the task of anchoring the other side of this pitch for the most exciting team in, in Europe. And the, what stands between Napoli and winning the school, that's in the Champions League, is not can they outscore their opponents, because we know they have the firepower to score, but stop the best teams in Europe from scoring against them. That burden falls on Kim Min Jay, and every test he's had so far, he has passed with flying colors. Tell me this dude's not the unsung hero of this team.
2: Oh, bro, he's amazing! I I, I, like,
0: oh,
1: like immediately I mean, you know when you, you said it. Napoli, my mind went to, to Kim Min Jay. Like, too. he's
2: unsung. That's definitely what I want for it. As well. Like,
1: replace Koulibaly with with no sweat whatsoever.
0: Just no problems. Okay, just breezed right into it. Yeah. and then you hear Mourinho talking about, Yeah, I wanted him at Tottenham. It's like, Hey. Of course, you did, me Mourinho. After the fact, after that, <laughs> to be fair, I can believe that. No, I can yeah. believe. I believe Jose has.
1: Jose has those. Ones. Like he's probably he was probably like on his Jose top three, and then, and then yeah. Daniel Levy went. What about Eric Dye? Because we already yeah, him exactly. one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, he's like hold on, he went no, hold on a second here. Mm, what about Davidson about, Sanchez? Yeah. We just got a cool one from Ajax. He's he's like Colombian. He's coming from the Dutch league. That's awesome. And Mourinho's like, no, that's not the guy I want. He's like. <laughs> Well, look who we got you. He's like, for God's sakes, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number one on this list, and not really number one, just the last name on the list, because it was actually the first name that I wrote when drafting this out. Man City's own Jack Grealish. Damn. On mm. Jack Grealish. Listen, tape. he put a 10 out of 10 performance. The other yeah, he did. Cooked Liverpool. To be fair. And you guys know I've been harsh on Grealish since his arrival. You guys know this, right? All yeah. I, we all have been, yeah. but I mean... Me, as a fan of this club, I have not given him anything. You got to earn it because the transfer fee, because the impact, the expectations, he came in with a specific playing style, right? But he can't really play that same playing style under Pep because you have responsibilities to do. And all of this is kind of culminating. And now I'm at a place where every single week when I watch City play, I go we're worse without Grealish in the team. It used to be that yeah. I was like, yo, don't play Grealish, bro. Put Fold yeah. in. Put put Maris in. Give Paul pa- Cole Palmer minutes. Give, you know, put Julian Alvarez there. Like, let's experiment with it. Now I'm like, oh no, Jack Grealish got to play. Yeah, yeah, Grealish mm. has got has got to he's play. he's locked down that he, left wing Yeah. Part. He's fierce, right? We know. Hips to ankles. This dude's like the most built dude in the league, right? <laughs> Hips to ankles. Yeah. This dude's solid. When any of us, any player, most players in the Premier League wear their shorts, they're loose and baggy. His are tight on him. Not because he has smaller shorts, but because his legs are so damn big yeah. that it—it it, there's literally no... You couldn't fit a credit card. But he's casing, his calves are fucked. He's they're absolutely at massive. Yeah. Hips to ankles. It's right. gigantic. Right.
1: Not the top of the league.
0: No, Joe, just lower half of the body, bro. Natty. Just lower half yeah. of the body. Steroids. Injected straight into the glutes. Glutes yeah. straight. Yeah. I mean, look at the calves, <laughs> bro. Squats, lunges. Are good. Yeah, he's crazy, bro. And so the fact is, at times I think that his playing style can be his detriment, right? When when people can get under his skin, people, you know, like then it's easy to to wind him up, and then he can, you know, it'd be a little bit of a devil. Or,
1: yeah, you fucking one. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. But then other times, <laughs> we see this dude be. Sometimes he's a face, and he's he's doing the celebration that he promised to little kids. And other times he's just a freaking villain, where he's just like, he I'm going to run too. at you, and. You're gonna foul me, yeah. and then I'm gonna get you booked. Or you're not gonna foul me, and I'm gonna skip past you. And the connection he has with Holland is fantastic. And the fact that finally, through consistency of minutes, he's found his place in this team. City are a better team with him in it now, and I have no problem conceding that. This is the Jack Grealish that they bought. This is the one they wanted to see. He took Con Aguero's ten shirt in his departure. That's a big fucking deal for City to give him Aguero's number ten. That's the like the goat status of it, as far as I'm concerned with with City's tens, right? So. Now we're in the final stretch of the season. What are City playing for? Finally winning the Champions League and everything. playing catch up to Arsenal. There is everything. You're playing to for play the for. Yeah. Well, yeah, but we're playing for one trophy is at a it, time. But you're right. The, the trouble is still on yeah, the table. The here trouble for City. is on. We're playing basically for either we had a bum of a season where we did nothing, or that's one end of the spectrum. The other end is the greatest season that you could ever ask for for this club, which is which is winning the trouble. Even if we win the Prem, that's one thing. Grealish, Grealish is going to be one of the definitive reasons in the next 10 weeks as to why City are able, why they are or are not able to do that because it, the responsibility will be on him. Same thing in the Champions League. He has consistency in this team. I think in particular because of the Champions League because Pep, we've spoken about this, right now is trying to beef up the squad. He's playing four center backs as the back line, right? Ake is a left center back who's playing at left back. Uh, You know, John Stones or Manuel Akanchi, both center backs playing at right back with Rodri in the team, with Grealish in the team, with Holland in the team. There are some big boys in the squad right now. And Pep wants that. And I think that's to help us cross the line in terms of physicality and quality in the Champions League. Jack Grealish is becoming that guy for Man City. And I think Jack Grealish has never received that praise because he hasn't been the star. Holland's going to get the credit. De Bruyne's going to get the credit. Foden's one of our own. He's going to get the credit. You know, Rodri, even you could put in the unsung hero bracket, but I think we all recognize that Rodri's, you know, kind of that Bernardo has fallen out of this team, but you guys know that Bernardo's like my guy, as far as I'm concerned, the best player in the world. These are all heroes of the team that we've seen for a long time. Grealish has had this rise and the ascension into the team now where he's carrying the momentum with them from entering the squad to potentially help City cross the finish line for every single one of their objectives. And the way that he is playing right now, brethren, you remember, wasn't that long ago, you and I did an episode where I was more concerned about United overtaking us than I was about us catching Arsenal. Right Now I'm like, hey, bro, that's not a factor anymore. There is, we are either going to win this league or we are not going to win the league. And Jack Grealish is a big part of why. The form that he's picked up over the last couple of weeks and what I expect from going forward for the rest of the season, I think Pep believes in him too. Pep's like, Jack, get us there. Help us get there. Mm-hmm. The Birmingham boy, bro. Yeah, it's totally. A big deal.
1: The the brummy man, but uh, absolutely. Like I think. Everybody fits that description. Everybody's right? always on, on Grealish because of his price tag and everything like that. And I just, just I think people need to move on from price tags. Agree. In general, it's n- it's not the player's fault usually. Um, it's just whatever their team valued them at. Um, I know Joe does not take that same approach with Mundrik, yeah. but you know, <laughs> or that's, that's another story for another time. Yeah. Um, it's grealish has taken some time to live up to the price tag and i think mm-hmm. now he's he's starting to to try to do it but there, it's impossible to live up to a 100 million pound price tag unless yeah. you're unless your output is, is holland's output so yeah pretty much yeah. like that that's why i'm like people need to need to stop it. like if you're not being effective at all like mudrick is or, or even anthony isn't in, in recent times then it's a problem but if you're just doing okay yeah you're doing well, but moving, like, yeah. moving back to Grealish, he's definitely, definitely contributing a lot, and I think he's locked down that left-hand side, um, mm-hmm. there's no one that I, that I'd rather see him play if I was a safe fan. Right. there's no one I'd rather see play in his position than, than him, so he's definitely, um, doing it and doing the job, and he still gets, it. still gets a lot of stake for the price tag, but, yeah, it, he's doing everything that Pep wants to see from him, so. Right. And the there's fact is, if we're able to cross
0: that line, no one will say a damn thing. There's no. They won't be like, look at the numbers. They'll be find. like, well, they brought him in and they won everything there is to win. So yeah.
2: yeah, they did it, right? Like fulfilled. Joe, what do you think about the Grealish show? No, I agree. And he picked up form at the right time, especially going into mm-hmm. uh, heavy Bayern Munich with new form as well. We picked up form as a team, but you need you need that guy. You need that option. Um, Grealish, is, he's just that guy, man. He's just that guy. We saw that Liverpool game. Needs to get a haircut though. You think so? Yeah.
1: You don't like the, you don't, so don't like the flock? you don't like the flock. You don't like the. It's so long yeah. enough. Did, wait, did I send you guys the video of, of the the person that put the the woolly yeah. mammoth yeah. Yeah. from yeah, Ice yeah, Age yeah. On, yeah. Ice on that? Age. that, exactly that now that's the about. only thing I think of. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's true. Yeah, listen, he he tracks back now. That's a big thing that I noticed from when he first came into city. So you can definitely tell Pep's influence is definitely getting to him mm-hmm. now, which is. Which is great, you know. He's doing exactly what Pep wants him to do, uh, and 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 at the same time, he's still getting those um those fouls that he's so known for as well, right. you know. And that's like an important thing is that he didn't lose his game; he just incorporated more. Right. That's what make that's exactly. a sign of a great player, you know. So right. Uh, but Absolutely. definitely, it's a good shot. It's a good shot.
0: There's two teams I want to wrap on because there's two teams that I still think have a lot to play for, but I couldn't. I had to hold my hands up for this. I was like, guys, I need help. I think I've done a pretty decent list here. I like that. We're able to discuss it, which ones we agree with, which ones we disagree with. But for these two clubs, I was like, I don't know. I don't don't know who it is. The first one is United. And I feel like I know a Manchester United fan who might be able to help me figure this one out. Brethren, Mm. Is there, because I don't know if they have an unsung hero if you're United, because United need let's, to let's be real. sing right now,
2: to be honest. Martinez
0: Rashford's... Martinez got all his props. Yeah. Rashford so has all Martinez. the props in the world.
2: Like those are it's not Casemiro. It's the, not Casemiro, you, it's no. not Casemiro not or
0: we know that, right? It's not Bruno, those are the stars of the team. Then you I'm look at Luke who. Shaw. I was actually considering Luke Shaw, and I was like, okay, but is Luke that Shaw. really the unsung hero of the team? Like, do United have, because remember, I started this by saying Real Madrid don't have an unsung hero. Right. Like I would yeah. expect the people to perform to be the ones to help them make the difference. I almost I expect haven't. the same mm-hmm. thing for United. Tell me I it's haven't. Aaron Wilson
1: No, it's Christian Erickson. Stop. Is he
0: back? When's he gonna be back, bro?
1: No, he's not back, but he's back in training, which is good. So at least he's he's back running. And like you see how much we struggle creatively from deep and how to dictate a game in midfield okay. for his entire absence. And and I it's definitely him because the backup is just not good enough. What about Sabitzer? Sabitzer is good. It's just when you pair him with McTominay like we did today. Just, yeah. Casemiro's absence
0: is deal. huge, bro. Yeah. yeah. It's so and, funny. And McTominay is going scoring goals in international. He comes back. has to be number six. He's like, I hate this. I'm not good at this. I don't want to do this. Please <laughs> let me run forward. I can score. I promise. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like the
1: other option is is McTominay or Fred. So right. it, that's just a very unstable midfield if you put them next to Sabitzer. To I so feel like we saw Mick Fred for many many years.
0: How did that go again? <laughs> Remind me very again. Poorly. Very, yeah. <laughs> very poorly. Very very
1: poorly.
0: Not not going fun. into the Premier League Hall of Fame. No, They'll no. tell you that much. I don't dislike the Ericsson shout. I just think that maybe it's because I rate Ericsson a little bit too highly, even and the fact that he's not even back yet or fit. That I'm like, eh, I don't know if I if I can fit him in there. I think United just don't have. I feel like he slept on though. Maybe I mean our our memories are short though and he's been out for like yeah. many months right so I think that it's just kind of forgotten the impact that he we can don't have on have the an team. obvious unsung
2: hero to be no. honest Exactly
0: Joe do you think you need to have one No say anybody in particular No I
2: I, I couldn't think of one <laughs> everyone that's <laughs> is obvious that it's important. <laughs> <No>.
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah it's not Vegas No, no. Um, Well if this one was a challenge that's good that's reassuring to me to know that it's not just me it's like we just can't think of one yeah. This one's going to be even harder Ready Tottenham have a lot to play for here, guys. They lost their manager, but they kept the identity the same. The players are all the same, and the players were the ones who were chastised to death by their... Co- chastised is the right word? I just realized that word came out, but well, I don't know, I what, don't know, know what that know. means. You guys know what chastised means? I feel like it means criticised. I don't right? want
1: to... I... I feel like I know I said what it was means, conviction, I, I right just, I don't know. I, know. I just feel keep, like I just used keep it. Right? Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Hold
0: on. You look it up. Podcast. Tell me if I use that. Sorry, bro. I speak no, Arabic. I want go. you to look that up. I want you to tell me if I use that okay. right once I finish making. I don't my know. Mind. I speak
2: Arabic. Oh. I don't know. I <laughs> speak
0: too many. Yeah, I'm articulate in, in in three languages. I I don't know, but English, I guess I'm one of them. Rebuke or reprimand
2: severely. Okay, well, I totally nailed it. That's nailed. Yeah. Absolutely nailed it. Spot on. That's
0: a total win for Nate Santos, guys. Why did I doubt myself? See, I knew it. It just came out right. <laughs> chastised by their coach, which got them fired. It got him fired for criticizing the squad to death because, yeah, by mutual consent. No kidding. This dude had surgery. Remember, I still had that conspiracy that was like, didn't come nah, back me. for two months. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, "F this, bro." They the gall literally caused sacred. him so much anguish that his gallbladder exploded, yeah. and he was like, "Fuck this." You know what it was? I think he had such bad stomach aches from the from the pain and stress of this team that they're like, "Antonio, it has to be that your gallbladder has burst." And he's like. Okay, just take it out. And they took it out and it was perfectly intact. There was not one problem. His gallbladder was fine, no problems whatsoever. He just went, he had a little that, bit of
1: appendicitis. i right, They just took soon, his
0: appendix out. As soon as he left, the stress went away. It was just like, wait, my stomach pain's gone. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm better. And all of these players are still in the spot. So I looked, I looked hard through every single player in this team. I was like, okay who's going to make a difference for Spurs at the end of the season, knowing that the identity of the team is not changing because they're keeping the same coaching staff, just minus content. I went, okay, well, obviously Harry Kane, right. Had a great season too obvious an answer. doesn't fit the bill. I went, okay, maybe son gets his comeback, but son hasn't been great this season. And even if he does, we're, we're kind of just, we're expecting him to get back there. That's not an unsung hero, right? note: Danjuma has not played a game since arriving. The pigeon man Richarlison has not played, zero. has not scored. Ever. 70 million and I looked at, towards the middle of the team I was like okay could you say Pedro Poro as the new arrival I don't know maybe Hoiberg, he Hoiberg. just came in though it's certainly bro Hoiber needs to stop playing football bro he's terrible <laughs> the only player that I could think of that I was like maybe this could be their unsung hero was Kulisevsky. No, bro that's I a highly but he's so damn good yeah, I was like I, just, he's not yeah. an unsung hero he's fucking awesome that guy's sick they don't have
1: any unsung heroes because everyone that isn't good is shit yeah
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody, you either suck, like we were saying a couple weeks ago, it's so top heavy. You're either really good or you suck. Yeah, and you're absolutely yeah. right. But that's a no classic Tottenham thing.
2: That's what they all they've always been like that. Plus, of you know, if Leicester doesn't have the worst defense in the world, definitely Tottenham have the second <laughs> because yeah. they, the, the the personnel are just atrocious. It's so yeah. bad. Other than a- Romero, you know, I kind of rate him a little bit, but Dyer. Hence the name. It's pretty dire. So <laughs> let's leave it at that. He speaks Portuguese. Yeah. Though. So you have to. Yeah, play yeah. Fluent. Maybe he could play. uh fluent, Second league, Portuguese. Portuguese.
1: Second. Second. Portuguese. Nah. Nah. <laughs> second second division. division,
2: bro. That guy shit.
0: Bro, I'd imagine that for all the jokes about the second tier of a lot of European leagues, I would imagine that those are probably the best cities to live in, though. Yeah. Because imagine just kind of, bro, you, know? you understand? Yeah, like the second tier of the Portuguese like is probably like just Malibu. like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? That's in exactly Spain. You're just like, oh yeah, I'm in like Canada, playing bro. Mallorca just in the fucking, the best yeah. places on planet Earth. Like the second tier of Portuguese football, bro, is definitely like the Algarve team. We're just showing yeah. you got mountains, you got countryside, you got ocean. These guys are like, uh, no wonder, no wonder they have no drive. To <laughs> yeah, succeed I don't. Than that. Like, why would I, bro? It's the best. Yeah, it's it's like, like, why, it's why aren't you winning? Because well. the beach is down the road, here. bro.
2: Like after training, <laughs> yeah. we're at the
0: beach. We're just eating oysters. <laughs> <just> oh, <Whoa>, doing... <laughs> dude, all day long. The bread, the fish, everything they have in Portugal is so damn good. These guys, are like, Yo, mm, I don't want oil. to succeed higher than this. Let's well, go. Under- Some people, their dream is to go in the Champions League and go come through the ranks and then move on to big teams. Not for me, bro. If I could just chill, bro, you guys are convincing me to go play in Greece right now. Yeah, dude. The, that's their whole thing.
1: I think I can play for third tier Greek Greece level. You don't know? you think so? I think I can. I think yeah, I can do yeah, that. Maybe I third tier so. th- Greek good.
0: football. It can't be that hard. It can't no. be that hard. Like, sure, it's like, probably hard. pretty good. Like, good better than us sitting here right now. But uh, it yeah, it can't be that hard. I think I can
1: train and ramp up to third tier. Like, not right. give me six months, I'll be I'll be good. I enough. think I
2: can play in Olympiacos, yeah. to be honest. Fuck that league. <laughs> that is fucking trash. Premier, garbage premier
0: Greek league premier.
2: sometimes well, end up I in think the, of Champions it the league. Sometimes, yeah.
0: I think of it this way: where do you rate like the those lower leagues in Europe compared to the premium leagues of North America? Because you're telling me right now. The like the Canadian Premier League, the best players in the Canadian Premier League would cook those guys, right? And I know some of them. So I know that they're I know what their levels are. They're not Prem level, but I they definitely cook over there. So it's like a tier down from from the Canadian Premier League, which is here. Mm. I feel like, dude, like a couple of guys from high school, from our high school, could have gone and had careers in the second and third tier. I don't know. Of, of, I because of think a couple Because I this.
2: don't think so. Because I think a couple No, know, no, 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 I don't know.
0: I think so, bro. No, I think we a all couple, have. I think a couple, name the line level line right between now. them and We, the we all have. Is I know exactly. Hard. I, so, these professional
2: footballers here, which is definitely a higher level are The
0: third tier. I'm bringing out receipts. Don't
2: make me do this right now. exposing me. Yeah, we're going to go and expose and run because everyone was a fucking. Triple A, oh. you know, players. So I'm just right, right, at yeah. that. But everybody played yeah.
0: what the, what's the uh what's the Premier League in Ontario? Oh god, I can't remember. OPSA, I can't remember
1: about- whatever it is. Nah. The high school tournament. Yeah, no, not the high school tournament. I don't know I think like D one athletes, like if we're talking US, I think D one athletes are probably third tier albania Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, yeah definitely i
1: agree in like, terms of I, athleticism
0: or in terms of abilities? everything
1: i think no athleticism they're probably up there because they have some of the best facilities on planet earth but i'm just saying yeah. like in, in terms of ability yeah i agree like if you think if, a d1 college, you? Soccer college
0: soccer player in the u.s what is stopping them achieve at the level of nathan of... let me tell you why
2: because half of europe should be d1 pressure. players right now if they're that good to be honest, right? Yeah. Or second mm, division. Right, but right, they're, right. they're not making yeah. fucking uh, Krupp Rouge number three on the third division in Belgium right now. So
0: there no, ain't no way. I totally agree. I don't
2: even it. think they can tie the shoes of uh, Zimbabwe. I mean, we would have really, seen Turner, if
0: they were that good. Matt Turner conceded one of the worst goals in the history of collegiate sports in the U.S., then he went on to play in the MLS and now plays as Arsenal's backup keeper. The, the gap is not like you can. No, no, it. but that's American. Alfonso Davies Alfonso no, Davies, who's awesome, but wasn't always awesome, was coming up as a winger in the MLS for Vancouver Whitecaps. Then moved as he would cook everyone
1: in d one football right now.
2: Yeah, he would. He would. But I'm saying back, like back then, doesn't count. like he went He's to somebody's in. high school here. Immigrant? No, zero. We can't do it. No, <laughs> so none of
0: them. No, no, no. like, we don't have anybody. Yeah, it's them jeans. Yeah.
2: Jeans. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. But fair I agree. Enough. Enough. That's a funny. They could probably
1: go right. play in like the Kuwaiti league. Yeah, maybe. If they really want, wait have
2: like ten people that live in wait
1: Saudi. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. He could play with Ronaldo. Come to Egypt, play, play in Egypt. You know, right. like, it, like it won't be for like el Nasser, where where you know um ronaldo's there right now or it won't be a good, but like you're telling me you can't get into like a relegation scrap in saudi arabia right, come on like
2: what kind of d1 athletes yeah. are you bro what what division <laughs> they just don't want to yeah. do division? it it's pretty tough they would get so much money though yeah. i pay them to yeah, pay for my uh, local team in a small town, in that <laughs> town. yeah definitely
1: Bro, I'd play for for Lebanon. If
0: it's like a beach city, I'd play for play in that league. So what's the highest level you think we could achieve? What? D1? Like us Us? right now. Us? Yeah. The highest pro level that we could achieve. What
2: tier of which league in Europe could we play at right now? Brother, I'll tell you seventh tier Albania. Get (laughs) me. Get me. Come. I'll sign a contract. I feel
0: like we could play in the seventh tier of Albania.
2: Yeah, I think I think we can do it. I think we can do it. I
1: think that's no, no, I, I, I think, I think can get, that the listen, listen. Marino, I think We can get think We're sleeping on that's San Marino, right? I think we can play in the San Marino <laughs> yeah. Premier League. Yeah, oh. like, I think we can play in the San Marino <laughs> national. Default, team like, fine sign, sign too. Yep. No, no, they, they can they can they can you know they're a rich European country. I think San Marino is also probably rich, but I think we can play in the in the I can play in Malta. international, like the national team for San Marino and end up losing 10-nil against England. We won't do any worse.
0: Yeah, that's what well, we thing. might we might we might do worse no 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 we might do no i highly I'm doubt it that. bro because... i think we could do worse you think we would only lose 10 nil to england bro we're getting f- we're losing 400 nil to england
2: bro bro us three
0: <laughs> we're in the f- dude start, we're Joe. in the fucking team no bro. we don't have that and the rest down. of the no, team no 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 we're getting 400 and the rest of the I, team bro i used to play the Clarkson and we were the worst team on planet earth we got cooked 10 by nah, other I'm kids our it. age bro england's it. only gonna cook us 10 nil no, dude, four hundred No, easy, yeah, that's, that's that, kind of that, true. until they stop scoring, basically, is when they're gonna they basically they, they yeah. choose how much gonna get playing they're doing it like pro
1: clubs where where that's what I mean, they
0: bro, Score. someone three three has seven, to leave seven, the yeah, pitch yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Have or they're services. only trying to score bikes or something. We got that citizen, yeah. uh, citizen. That's just line. it. Like yeah. I've lost ten no before. I've been on the ends of that. Like that sucks. But that happened to kids my own age, and we were playing in like, <laughs> like the C level. Like we weren't even good, bro. Yeah. We weren't even at the A tier. When we played the A tier, they beat us fifteen nothing. Like we were so bad. We were the mind you. We, we had a lot of problems. But I think that if we're being serious, if we develop the infrastructure. Iceland only has three hundred thousand. No, we. So I feel like no if way. we I don't went so. and we were in oh, the yeah. fourth tier of Icelandic football, I feel like we could play. Absolutely because not. Who's playing? At they're that fucking point, Vikings, bro? bro. I don't want to do that shit. Fuck that. Yeah. No, no, yeah, but they don't have that many people. I'm not messing around. Nah, I'm fuck Vikings. that, bro. No, no. I feel like it's just reduced popular. I feel like, like nah. in, in Curacao, I'm a hundred percent. Curacao sure. only have twenty thousand people who live there. Then we have to be able bro, to listen, be in the top thousand.
1: Could we play in Jamaica? that's no, that's what no, i'm thinking bro.
2: absolutely not mina jamaica they torch us you think we have the athleticism <laughs> they to us, bro. <laughs> look at us in particular absolutely... <laughs> to compete against
0: jamaicans nah, or canyon nah, nah. with what how? Not, how? I'm, not. <laughs> I'm not no chance no way no. nothing i'm not that playing anything, just in, sprinters I'm not playing running anything around. in jamaica
2: yeah, i'm not doing any of that amateur sprinters
0: the only chance i have is if i'm just like a ball playing like deep lying center midfielder to a team that doesn't press. Then sure I can pass it. Yeah. But like I'm not winning a foot race to a corner Hey, they have to keep that in. Hey, they have to run off the shoulder. Yeah. Are you crazy? Bro. I play keep No, some I can make him Yeah. Is... I'm not winning a yeah, If there. I jump Every up for time. a ball and I have some like Mikel Antonio playing against me. This dude's jumping. His head is going way higher than where my arm. I go. do
2: think I can play no first division India. No no offense, but I think I can <laughs> do it. I think I can 100%. do it. I think 100%. I could do it. I think, I think so? like a couple Wait, of years there, of conditioning, definitely I could play first division India. 100%. All right, I'll take that. In a coastal city. Yeah, Let's do it, bro. Mumbai it. FC, bro. No, bro. Fuck Mumbai. I'm like uh, south. Somewhere somewhere New with Delhi. a nice beach or some shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely. We'll play for the Goa team. Yeah, Goa we'll team. Goa team.
2: Yeah, yeah Goa <laughs> team. Right, yeah, yeah. No, they, yeah. might
1: be, they might be decent. They might actually be good. They might be
2: good.
0: They might be decent. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, they might be decent. That's true. Damn. I'm so disappointed nowhere on earth would be good enough to play with these guys. You know what we're good enough to play? Our local men's I, I'm not good enough. The highest I'm, not, level I'm still not good enough. No, I absolutely
2: not. People here are free seen healthcare. It. I've seen these games. It's <laughs> fucked up, bro. I'm not going to do it, bro. I'm out. Sorry. I'm retired. I just talk about the game. Not,
1: I see I see some Syrian guy with mercurials from 2012. I know I'm getting cooked. Yeah, it yeah it's you, over, know, you know,
2: he had those same mercurials from 2012. He never yeah. changed them. Yeah. That's his daily attack. the orange
0: ones, with the fuck black, with the out. black Nike. out. Bro. And he's got he's got Neymar's haircut be, be, be from back be then. Be careful yeah,
2: of the purple the, ones, yeah, yeah. bro. The the purple ones too. Oh fuck, Alex, bro. Yeah. the purple You don't, you don't want the purple and orange ones. Guys. Those, those guys are yeah, crazy guys. people.
0: Guys, we had to go into a proper bro talk discussion to end this the way we started it I because know. we're getting closer to 200. We're 12 episodes away from TJW 200, what? which Ooh. is absolutely ridiculous. By the way, this is like a preview of what TJW 200 is going to be. pretty much that. That's what it's going to be.
2: Ooh, Milan is beating
0: happily at yeah. the time of recording this. Yes, That's great. Yeah. So guys, we got to wrap it because we got to go. We went for way too month. long I on know. that tangent at the end. We kind of, we, we forgot to press stop recording. We kind of just went fun. into a normal us conversation, but guys, we love you. We thank you so much for tuning in each and every week to the Jersey wall podcast. As always, I've been your host, Mr. Nathan Santos with me. I had Mina and Joe today, guys. Thank you so much. Both thank of you. you. Always. Always a pleasure. I love you both guys. Go find all of our love social medias too. in the link in the description. The link's right there. Go click on it. You'll find all of our socials. I'm not going to plug all those ones, but check it out. Enjoy. Enjoy the social content. And uh, don't forget to share the show with your friends. If you like it, and you want to help us grow in 2023. We absolutely love you. And we'll see you next time right here. On the one podcast.